everyone, welcome to After Dark Analysis. On today's episode of Everyday Horror, we are going to be talking about the ever-popular Plague Doctor outfit. Now, if you've seen a creepy viral video within the past 10 years, you know exactly what this looks like. It's a mask that covers the face, it has the long beak. Today we're going to dive into the history of the outfit, why it existed, and how it was a precursor to certain things we have in medical tech now. Doctors who specialized in the plague would wear a light wax fabric overcoat, gloves that were always tucked into the coat, carried a long cane, along with wearing the infamous mask. The reason for the wax on the coat was so liquids and different bodily fluids couldn't permeate through as easily and get down to the doctor's skin. The gloves were worn for this reason as well, and the cane provided an extra level of protection because now they could examine a patient and see what was going on without physically having to touch them or get close. Charles DeLorum is credited for this design and made it in 1620. He was also the chief physician for Louis XIII. There doesn't seem to be a clear answer on exactly how long he lived, but I've seen anywhere from 90 years old to 96 years old. Living to your 90s is a rarity today, but back then it was almost completely unheard of. When we look back at history, specifically when it's in regards to medical tech, it's very easy to think black and white. Problem is, it doesn't really work that way. Some of the things that were developed for this were done for reasons that we now know are wrong, but the idea and the seed led to things that are completely right and protect us now. Look at the jacket and gloves combination. That was meant to keep things out. It was meant to keep things from penetrating through fabric and getting to the doctor themselves. Now, if we compare that to our modern day biohazard suits, if you see things are tucked in, they're connected. This is to keep things from getting in. What they wanted to keep out was bad air, which is also known as the miasma theory. Miasma is ancient Greek for pollution. What they believed was cholera, chlamydia, the Black Death, all spread by vapors in the air, coming off things that were rotting. While the smell of rot and decay is far from pleasant, very rarely is it going to translate into something that's toxic or lethal to the person inhaling it. A very simplified example of this is a very small minority believed people could become obese by just smelling food. It rests on the same theory as if you inhale a fattening food, let's look at baked goods because they tend to be very aromatic, you were going to gain weight and feel a physical effect from that aside from that smells good. Same kind of idea, if you smell a bad smell, it could make you feel a little queasy because it's just not pleasant, but they took it a step further and believed it could legitimately make you ill. They believed the air carried whatever disease the thing that was rotting died from. While we now know bad air is wrong, it's been replaced by the much more widely accepted germ theory, elements of it were on the right track. While not considered truly airborne, the Black Death can exist outside the body for about two minutes. So if somebody were to cough on you that had it, yes, in that two minutes, you do run the risk of getting it. Through science, it's also now been weaponized because it was aerosolized and is considered a very serious bioterrorism threat. There have been plenty of techniques that have been developed for mass production and aerosol dissemination. And the fatality rate for the pneumonic plague, if untreated, is extremely high. Not to mention all the secondary infections you can get if the infected just don't cover their cough. So not only was bad air a precursor to us understanding that things could be transmitted through the air, 
But since bad air also instilled this cultural belief that odors equaled making you sick, it made cleaning things up and trying to get rid of waste that were causing the odors, which helped lead to the sanitation standards we have today. Now let's finally get to the most fascinating part of the play Dr. Outfit, the mask. As some of you may already know, those long beaks that are so distinctive on those masks were designed that way so they could be stuffed full of straw, things like juniper berries, roses, mint, leaves, cloves, very aromatic, very strongly smelling things. Since they thought the bad smells carried the disease, they thought combating it with good smells would lessen their risk of exposure. Plague specialists for the CDC have now gone on record saying that since the beaks were shoved so full of so many things, it made it very difficult to breathe. And since we've already established the plague doesn't live too long in the air outside the body, while inhaling it wasn't impossible, it was slightly less likely than if they weren't wearing anything at all. In recent years, there have even been some theories about certain mask designs that we saw in France. The way the masks were designed is the beak would actually allow the components shoved inside to smolder. What was happening is when they smoldered, they were creating a layer of charcoal, essentially creating kind of a makeshift charcoal filter. Well, yes, this layer of charcoal is nowhere near as advanced and well-developed as the charcoal filters we currently use today. Again, we're seeing that beginning spark of something later down the line that we found to actually work. So while medical tech has advanced leaps and bounds since this all happened, we can see the beginnings of charcoal filters, bio suits, how diseases are transmitted via air. Thank you for listening. I just wanted to take a moment out to thank both Carla Hoffman and Scotty Robot. They are my first two patrons. If you would like to contribute to this channel financially, I have links to Patreon, Ko-fi, as well as redesigned merchandise that I know a couple of you were after, all linked down below. Even if you can't give money, your time and viewership is deeply appreciated.